Hello, everybody, and welcome back to DustalProds.com, anime and manga podcast. The shortest podcast available now on DustalProds.com. That's our tagline? Jeez. It kind of is now, because I've been noticing, like, every the podcast runs, like, two hours, and this is one is, like, struggling to reach an hour sometimes. Oh, no. Hey, it's just the season, I guess, right now. I guess. Like, like, like there's, every, there's so much anime coming out, though. Yeah, I'm not watching any of it. Oh. <laughs> like, I, uh, I was like, all right, so I'm going to get... So you know, Arrow Manga Sensei, that just screams, <laughs> I have to watch this. <laughs> uh, uh, Particularly uh, with the little girl on the cover. Oh, ugh. And not gonna lie, I've been told by a few people I should watch it. Oh yeah, probably like probably like fucking like three seasons from now, I'm gonna see some fucking retrospect. Probably my mother's basement of like, hey, so Aramanga Sensei is actually pretty good. Uh, that retrospect is already happening on his Twitter. <laughs> okay. So just move up the timetable a bit. Yep. Yeah, like, nothing from this season has really stood out as, like, oh, I need to watch this, or, oh, I'm interested in that. Uh, for me, it's the new, uh, Don Machi thing. I need to watch that. I'm going to watch that. Okay, I didn't watch the first one. Oh, man, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, yeah, we have stuff to talk about, other than stuff we aren't watching. Yep. So Trey, what have you been watching oh. and or reading, given that this is also a manga podcast? Uh, this is going to be a rather short one to start off with. Uh, I haven't, I didn't have a ton of time. Most of my watching was, uh, I didn't have a ton of time because I spent too much on Persona 5. But uh, that, That's, that's watching, fair. That's reasonable. Yeah. Um, I've already put more time into it than Nier Automata, and I platinumed that. How far are you in it now? Like, hours-wise? Uh, 63. All right. I'm just behind you at 58. Cool. Anyway, uh, as for, <laughs> and Bernie's just like, Oh, you fucking dorks. I just purchased it. I haven't played it yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I had, I, a, I, I was looking for something. I had a, I, I never go to Best Buy anymore, but I have, I, some of my relatives keep giving me Best Buy gift cards for Christmas, so I just keep looking for an excuse to just use it up and get rid of it. I thought Persona 5 was a decent excuse. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I can't really go into Persona 5 because technically it's not been adapted to no, anime, no, even though it's anime got anime yet. in it. Uh, but Bitch, I can't so go does into Professor Pers- Layton. I can't, into, I can't go into the final Persona 3 movie. Yes, you can. Uh, I watched. Um... Have either of you watched any of the Persona 3 movies? No. Nope. I played Persona 3 a bit. Uh, and I saw the Persona 3 characters in Persona 4 in that weird crossover episode. <laughs> uh, and Persona Q, if anyone played that. But nobody has a Vita, so... Persona Q is a 3DS game. Uh, sorry, I said that totally. I totally said that. No, it's not. It's on Vita. <laughs> There's also a 3DS game. Okay. It's also on Vita, though. Um, but uh, either way, Persona Q did that same crossover type thing. But the three movies are actually, and no actually one's on Vita. really decent. 
what the fuck? I totally... I, then someone's getting fucking, like, high-quality rips of the fucking video somehow. Hey, probably. Because I didn't play it. I only watched it. They made and the it movie. It looked like Vita video. Anyway, uh, the movies, they're actually surprisingly very, very high, like, high-quality in terms of adaptation. Uh, I don't think it's surprising that they're high-quality in terms of animation, considering the fucking money that was thrown their way to put into four... I'm pretty sure it was four movies. I lost count because it's been like well, it's like a year apart. But budget for anime movies is not necessarily a unusual thing. I mean, fucking Sao seems to get endless money for their movie adaptations. I'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there were four movies. Yeah, one for each season. Yep. Um, the final one being titled "The Fall," which is what I watched recently. Oh, but, actually, uh, the 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 final one is "Winter of Rebirth." Fuck, I totally knew that. Yep, Spring of uh, Birth, Midsummer Night's I Dream, I have Falling all Down, of them. and Winter of Rebirth. I have all of them right here. It's just they're not titles. <laughs> I just fucking went through and watched them. But, uh, that... You're not getting everything from those movies that you norm- that you would from the game, just because, I mean, they obviously have well, to cut corners. That's they just can't true. Show- yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I can't imagine, like, if they made a... a- full-length movie out of the entire story of almost any Final Fantasy game, they would have yeah. to cut corners, and it would probably be for the benefit of the narrative, probably. Yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah. In, this po- in this part, the issue is, like, you know, everyone has their own canon in their head of what happened with the main character and the kind of people that he befriended and all that, you know? Yeah. Um, and what side stories he followed. Well, uh, that, that's a or problem. Or she, just... if you played P2P. With any art, with any RPG where there's a certain degree of how you decide how this character is portrayed, the the directors have to sort of make a choice as to how they want to say this character is acting. Like in Persona, when they did the Persona Four anime, they went he for chose in all the cases, goofy answers. Well, in no, in the original anime Persona Four, they did mostly like the blandest. Yeah, he was fucking stone faced. But in Persona, in Persona 4 Golden, he deliberately went for the most ridiculous, absurd options possible. Yeah. And it was and, really funny to see him, to see uh, Vash from Trigun doing the same <laughs> kind of like stoic acting he was doing in the original one while saying shit like, I can make it to the karaoke bar after I do all the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was funny. I don't really like Golden, but. Yeah, that's fair. That's whatever. I, I did I and I wasn't even a fan of Persona 4 just in general just because the atmosphere just I don't know it didn't do it for me now hold the fuck up right there it, it, okay now okay, I'm gonna disappear for an hour because this is gonna take a while no no it's no it's not I just no it's not uh I was ju- I'm just I don't want to get into that but no nope, we, we don't have time love, persona 3 I do love though and this does it great justice and the end of it Albeit, they take some liberties that, you know, anime likes to take in making making you, uh, uh, what is it, friendship type stuff? And like, <laughs> like, oh, it's the, we all believe in you kind of garbage. And it's like, yeah. With the belief up. of my friends behind me, I'll be able to defeat you, space entity. Yes, exactly. It's like I'm gonna. All we have to do is shoot ourselves in the head first. We just gotta. Okay, that is. Oh 
man, that that triggers me. Anyone says, I don't know, <laughs> what Persona, Persona's about fucking kids shooting themselves in the head to, to get. I know, demons. I know, it's just a visual motif, but it's just kind of funny. It is, it is funny. The, when I first jumped into Persona Three, I it made me laugh for a second because I was like, wait, what the fuck? Oh yeah, if you don't know, if you don't know anything, to jump into that game. The start of that game is the fucking like fucking Look, rawest the, cold the open you ever is, seen. Because you just see a girl with a gun pointing it at her head, and you're like, and like crying, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Welcome to the world of Persona. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I and came I, in for I, a good actually, time. Damon, which has a weirder open for you, Persona Three or Catherine? Oh, uh, Persona Three. In terms of like okay. straight weird, Catherine is more straight weird. Persona Three is like a fucking cold open from like a from like a Vietnam movie. But Catherine's one is just like tone set. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Catherine's one is like Catherine's one is tone set. Here we go. But it is like visually and aesthetically a bit more like out there weird. It, they're, they're different. They're yeah, different flavors of but, weird. But because it sets it up and you know that it's weird, it doesn't feel as off as personas because you don't because like it's easier to buy into the uh, weirdness than Catherine. I mean, I don't know. Knowing something's going to be weird doesn't necessarily prepare you for weirdness. I present to you Boogie Pop Phantom. Uh. <sighs> I'm. Um. I present you to you, Bobo, Bobo, Bobo. That's not even comparable, dude. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying. I I just like referencing that. That's too. No, I understand. I, I'm just saying. But like, <laughs> you can know Boogie Pop Phantom is weird and still come out of it feeling like you had a fever dream. I I I haven't seen it, so I I don't. Can't. Or if okay. you're gonna, or, or if you're gonna, or, or if you're gonna see it. Watch along with our commentary track, available at DecimalProds.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Google Play. Uh, okay, um, anyway, Persona 3. Uh, like I said, it does that whole anime thing where it's like, hey, yeah, believe we believe in you type shit, and then it's like... <sighs> Sometime, the end of it, specifically the third movie, does some really cool stuff wasn't great in terms of like it didn't really go anywhere okay so now wait are you saying that like you just you're you have a pet peeve against the the power of friendship cliche in general or are you just saying that this i'm saying this i'm saying it doesn't work there it doesn't work in the situation that i have power of friendship stuff whatever that's the thing that happened that's the thing that happens it's the uh deus ex machina of like 60% 60% of anime. I like I don't have a problem with that. It's just in this situation it, all these guys are getting their ass kicked and they don't even know what's going on. Why Makoto I'm going to have to use his anime name for it instead of just saying P3MC. Uh why uh or it is Makoto, right? Yuki Makoto Yuki or something? I have no fucking idea. I haven't seen those movies. Anyway, Everything, everything I've played of know. everything I've played of Persona Three that involve Persona Three just lists him as Persona Three protagonist. Yeah. Anyway, they don't know what he's doing because everything's happening in his head, and he doesn't like say a word to them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just like, "Oh, we believe in you. We trust in you." Everyone raise their hands in the sky to give him, give him their strength. And it's just, just gonna like, be cool, dog. And it's just like, okay, that's a kind of anticlimactic ending. And yes, it's, it's Makoto Yuki. Okay, yeah. Uh, 
it's just a kind of anticlimactic ending to it, and I mean, there's some really, really fucking good animation, but the pacing was off, and it. Pacing is a hard thing to describe with anime. <laughs> no, like it, it can. It, I, I get when something either is moving too fast or you feel like you're just dragging stuff out. Hi, well, another. Well, what it is is if the third one dragged things out too much because they wanted to end in a certain spot for yep. what's going to happen in the, for, in the fourth movie. And in the fourth movie, they they it still continued to drag things out through like the second act and the third act is just a rush job and i'm like why couldn't you just pace it out the way it should be like because fuck you fuck? because they need to follow that 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 you know little arch that rising action climax and falling action shit that you learn in fucking two, second grade so, yeah but i mean like the problem with like splitting up a continuous narrative into four movies is that you do have to kind of look for Awkward stopping points where they're not the Hobbit. Yeah. yeah, like you got, you got that was that should have never been three movies. No, it shouldn't have. But, but, but four like movies. for for for, for multiple for multiple things of a single story, they have to make they have to try to make each one work as its own thing. Like it, like imagine if Persona Three the movie was just like, all right, so we're going to the final battle. Hey, you want to fucking get the social link going? Then cut. Uh... Or or just cut or just cut like some random weird arbitrary moment that like doesn't really matter yeah or like if uh the the second of the three uh madoka magica movies just ended with kubei eating his own body <laughs> it was like uh, roll credits <laughs> but uh with pers- like there's a really cool shot where you see like him going up against uh the final dude and it's all like he the, he uses one attack and Makoto pulls out a persona to counter it, but it does it like they're like, hey, we're gonna show you all the iconic personas of like the maximum rank for each arcana, and it you just expect it. You're like, okay, well he's gonna block it with this attack. Oh, he's gonna block it with this one because uh, it, it does it, you know, with every arcana, and you're like, well, this is just getting too long and. There's no stakes here. Um, it was yeah. Weird. Well, unfortunately, doing the arcanas in the anime is often problematic because if they've got that problem of they only make sense if you understand the mechanics of the game. Yeah. And no one watching a TV series wants to have the the, mo- the series stop for 20, 30 minutes to explain the mechanics of a game. But there's such good stuff in there in that I think this. I understand that, but I, I know, it's only I'm just saying, in the context of a game, not yeah. of a movie. No, I understand. I'm just saying, like, they've been able to do it right. They just didn't do it right here because I think it was in the second movie. They had a scene where, like, they were doing dungeon runs and, like, in between it would cut to, like, him doing archery class or him doing kendo and it's like okay yeah you know he's still living a normal school life and doing clubs and stuff which was a great a great way to show it off but this just you're like what the like i it's just what you said if someone if i was someone who didn't know the mechanics of the game it's just like well why the fuck does he keep changing persona it, what the fuck it's just repeating it's the, the same scene just with different characters happening <laughs> right here so, uh, so what you're but, saying is it would have been better if, had, if, if all the movies had to come with like a 20 minute prelude explaining the explaining the base mechanics of Persona Combat. No, I just think 
it shouldn't have been four movies. Just like, hey guys, I'm just like fucking. They bring Teddy back. It's like, hey fuckers, remember me? I'm here to explain the basis of combat to you fucking dumbasses. I think it shouldn't have been elements, four movies bitch. Because those because those last two movies, all they're doing is adding things like those scenes to fill time. So instead of four, and it should have been three movies. Yes, it should have just been three. They could have combined them, and it would have been great. Because uh, the first two are awesome. Um, but I don't know. That's just something I've been watching, and uh, I would recommend them to someone who's a fan of Persona Three, not necessarily to someone who doesn't know anything about Persona. You know? Yeah, that's kind of the. I kind of think I got to say with like most of the like game adaptation stuff. Well, I mean, there's some of them that can come off really well and like be done well, but there's other ones that can't, such as like Danganronpa. Or, <laughs> or I never watched that anime adaptation. I it a lot was of people sloppy. Like it. I, it was okay. The first three episodes are fine. Then it just gets sloppy. I watched an episode, yeah, and it was fine, right? Yeah, it was fine. It was like, hey, this is a death game. It's neat. Yeah, it it was pretty stylized, but like I said, the rest of it just gets sloppy. Where they're just like, yeah, just just let's just let's just do this thing. Man, fuck it. Hey, this bear's evil, right? Fuck you. It's it's eh, but uh, I'm still waiting for the. Uh, I I I think Persona Five is going to lend itself well to the to an animated series. I mean, Persona Four did. Even if I don't enjoy it, I can say the original animated series was fine because it had a story that worked. Yeah, and this uh, is a story that works too. It is a it is a great like it's a great like escalating heist story. Exactly, and it's you know it the in between stuff doesn't matter as much to the like story like it did sort of in P three where mo- you were doing most of your stuff as S links instead of. Uh, in the dungeon, you know? Yeah. And like having a, and they also do enough stuff like in the real world and like at the school that that element of it still feels like an important part. So, yeah, so, that it, just, so that it can easily translate over into the movie or the animated I just series. Hope, I just hope they don't try and make it into movies. I hope it goes as an animated series. Yeah. That'd probably be better. They'd have more time and they could, you know, like they'd be a lot easier to fucking access to anyone because those movies, only one of them is like on Netflix or Crunchyroll or whatever, and it's the second movie. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but like sometimes ad- adapting visual novel storytelling to, like, I know, I know, uh, the Persona series are games, but their narrative structure is very visual novel. Yeah, but yeah. Um, sometimes that doesn't work out very well. Like. Uh, as pretty as it is, UFO Tables, uh, Unlimited Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works is a piece of shit. It is. And, <laughs> and uh, coming soon. Oh no! You you really don't want to do that. I probably yeah. don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> or uh, the, the the legendary one for Type Moon fans is Lunar Legend Sukihime. That anime is a tragic disaster. <laughs> Well, they want uh, to do that one. <laughs> um, you don't want to be bored. No. Okay. I can tell you it's a tragic disaster. Like, there are fun, bad disasters, and then there are boring, bad full, disasters. Full Handshaker Sledge Watch coming soon. <laughs> nice watch, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, 
that that's one thing that I checked out. So uh, the second thing would be uh, I've been keeping up with uh, like My Hero Academia and uh, Berserk, and you know, this Attack on Titan. Just the regulars. The regulars. Um, yeah. We already talked a lot about Attack on Titan. Uh, it feels like, with My Hero Academia. Can we all agree one of the biggest problems for the anime is the pacing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a problem I mentioned when I did my first impressions of the anime. Yeah. Yeah, and some of it, I think, is just they don't know. It's like what you were saying where the Persona movies were looking for places to stop. Yeah. And it felt like, it's particularly the first season, I was kind of surprised. I think we only got through, like, the first two volumes of the manga. Yeah, they got up to, like, the fucking, they got up to the introduction of the villain. Okay, um, I don't remember. How many episodes was uh, the first season? 13. Okay, this one has 25. Yep. So maybe the, I mean, I watched, I've watched up to now, which is, what, two or three episodes? I think it was two episodes. 19, I think it's going to be the sports festival. Yeah. Um, at some point, at some point, I feel like they're going to have to speed through. I Because it, it's not. Maybe. Yeah. Because the like they've only just started. To... Sorry. They've only just started the uh, first part of that. And it's already taken, what, two, three episodes? To, to It was two episodes to the obstacle course. And that it, by the end of the second episode, they're like, hey, here's the event you're going to do. We haven't even told you really how it's going to be set up yet. So that's going to prepare for that being half of the next episode. And I'm like, God damn it. I'm really looking <laughs> forward to the fight between Urata and Bakugo where one episode is Urata doing her fucking big special move. The next episode is just decimation. I'm just I'm waiting for the fucking five minutes till Namek explodes. <laughs> Okay, and, it's it's not it's not Rock the Dragon DBZ bad, but yeah, the pacing is a problem, and some and it's not like you can't do shonen pacing well. I mean, fucking Ushio and Tora is a masterpiece of pacing. It did like five hundred chapters in thirty nine episodes, and it did it fucking amazingly. Yu Yu, Yu, Yu Hakusho. I I okay, Yu Yu Hakusho is better pacing than most shonen, but I've been rewatching the first two or three seasons, particularly the Dark Tournament. It wasted a lot of time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can agree there. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think of a good, a really good shonen anime with like really good pacing. Ushio and Tora. I need to watch Ushio and Tora again. That fucking show was really good. Oh, do we want to talk about bad pacing? Fucking Hajime no Ippo. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I'm not sure I can count Hajime no Ippo because that seems to be endless. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're gonna that, we're gonna get to fucking chapter like 1900, and the writer's gonna die. Uh, yeah, that series has been that series. He has been writing that series longer than I've been alive. So that's just no. Uh, I can't. I can't really judge that by pacing. Like in like Detective Conan, that's designed designed to be mostly episodic. So I don't really I guess begrudge Jojo. that, but. Jojo's, uh, Jojo's kind of a different beast. Jojo uh, keeps changing its its story focus and character focus so often. I can't really call it a shonen series. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said I guess. I mean, the first 
I mean, if you watch that first season of JoJo back in 2012, that had two arcs in it. The pacing was perfect. Yeah, yeah, actually, like it did, a, it did, a, it did, it did the right job of like splitting up of like a basically like a one to two ratio of phantom blood to battle tendencies. Yeah, it was twelve episodes each. Well, thirteen episodes for a battle tendency, I think. But it was it was fine. Um, it does get kind of it did get kind of rough in fucking part four where I was like, they're gonna do this next. Wait, like they changed in the middle of the season. We were like, oh, so does this mean we're getting two seasons of it? They changed the amount of episodes they were going to have. <laughs> and I was like, like on my anime list. And I was like, uh, what? What just happened? Because it was saying like, it said like 24 episodes and they just added it on. <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh, yeah. but. I yeah, mean, yeah. I've it's, it's not the weirdest pacing. Like the weirdest pacing I've ever come across just from a structural standpoint is there's a series from the nineties that has 13 um, like normal length episodes, but then it has two OVAs that are 95 minutes each. Jesus. <laughs> uh, man. Um, and it's not like add on stuff. It's like, it's essential to end the story type stuff. God damn. So there was an anime. I watched a single episode of because someone recommended i watch a single episode of it and that was uh supernatural the anime <laughs> oh, that's, i forgot that was a thing so did i uh I, it's that not was that a, weird trend in like the 2010 i forgot there was that weird trend in like 2010 2011 of like anime adaptations of western properties and that one was the weirdest of them all because the rest were like superhero yeah, stuff the, which... re- the rest were like marvel shit and then like like we got fucking x-men we got wolverine we got iron man we got supernatural yeah oh man it's pretty great oh man is it though I'm... is no, it though you know it's pretty great that it exists just so i can see it and look at it and go never do this again <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't, needless to say, I don't need to fucking, I don't need to go into how bad it is. No, we don't. You just need to say Supernatural, the anime, and everybody gets it. Exactly. Uh, the last thing I did, like I said, this was gonna be, it was a short week for me. Uh, last thing I did was, uh, I read about six chapters of Overlord. Um, oh, right, that. that. Thing. Yeah. Can you talk about that? Or no, I think it was Pudge that talked about that back when he was still on. Uh, no, I, I did. I watched an episode did. of that. Uh, he watched a bit more of it, I think. Yeah, I had watched an episode back when it originally aired, and I d- it didn't grab me in the first episode. Yeah. And I, I normally give it a few episodes, but I think I just got distracted and completely forgot it existed. So, uh, from what I understand about it, that's not hard to understand. <laughs> uh, so. I had someone who's been pushing me to watch it because uh, he finished the whole animated series and he's wanting to read the uh, light novels that it hasn't touched on yet because I don't think it's been confirmed that it's getting another season. But um, uh, no, it is not. It is not confirmed, or it is not getting one. It is not confirmed. Okay. And uh, oh no, wait, no, actually, it was it was confirmed. Okay. Yeah, it was announced. Uh, at the, it was announced at the screening of the second compilation film. Yeah, I, I, I'm not big on compilation films, but I as get you why shouldn't they do be. it. I get why they do it, 
I just don't think it's necessary at all. The only, the only one I'm fully okay with is the two that did Modica Magica because that was just to finance a, an end to the actual story. So that I'm like, well, okay. That's like what they did with Evangelion too. Well, Evangelion doesn't deserve to exist in the first place, so I don't really care. Jesus. Are you talking about new Evangelion or old? Either. Oh, geez, that's a strong opinion. <laughs> Hot takes that's here. Fine. That's fine. I've got uh, an opinion that that people can crucify me for, and that uh, I don't really like Cowboy Bebop. Oh no, a lot of people don't. I, hey. don't. I have a friend who's very much against it. I watched two episodes of it and was very bored by it. Uh, it, well, I watched like nine episodes of it, and I can see why people like it. I really like the animation in it. I think the story has kind of got an interesting premise, but I'm not a fan because. I'm not. I, I thought the animation felt really dated when I watched it. Uh, there's certain scenes that are like really good, and I'm like, wow, this is not something that is easy to pull off, especially with like the switch to digital animation, you know. Um, but I'm not a big fan at all. Uh, in fact, I wouldn't recommend it to someone. <laughs> People can crucify me for that. Whatever. Um. But anyway, uh, Overlord. I can. I don't know where six chapters gets me in the, like, anime. I know the first episode was the first chapter. Uh, considering I'm, I am also reading the manga, not the light novel. Okay. Uh, for one thing. That is a um, that is a very clear distinction we need to make. That is something that I that was what I sent you a couple screenshots of dead before the podcast. Okay, I was wondering why you sent me an evil mushroom stabbing people. Uh, but I, I like I'm starting to get into it. Uh, I'm gonna keep on reading. I do have something scheduled after though. I've got to go and check out Death Parade. Um, I have someone with huh. a gun to my head making me. Uh, that one's promise. It's okay. It's it's. Yeah, I I watched a few episodes of that, and the beginning stuff is kind of really repetitive. Yeah, well, yeah, it's repetitive, and the mythology doesn't make that much sense. How many particularly, episodes? Uh, like, particularly if you look at the first two episodes, the way they play out, you're a little confused because the second one seems to contradict the first, but uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah I got, I, mean, I think, about four or five episodes in. Okay. Uh, I'm, again, I was just told to go watch it. It's what, like, it's 12 episodes, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's 12. So that's not a big, that's not a huge commitment. No, so, it ain't. no, and no. it's and it's unique. It like there's not a whole lot of other things out there that kind of look like this. Yeah, it, that's one of the things that I was really interested in. Is like it weirdly enough to say it is anime, but it has a, a weird Western feel to it, just because of like the gradients they put in, and it's not like extreme gradients. It's kind of subtle, and uh, the way like the entire face is like detailed. It, with like things you wouldn't really notice, like in terms of lighting. Yeah. Um, so it just, it looked interesting. So also that opening song uh, is just fucking dope. Yeah. <laughs> particularly the scene with the weird, like one eyed, uh, blank faced bartender, just dancing. You know, like, I'm not, like, like just like the song itself, I actually fucking found that on Spotify and they have been just fucking jamming out to that for a couple days. Yeah, I know it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, so, oh man. 
fucking openings. It. I was gonna. Okay. Let's not get started on OPs. That's an entire. That's that's too long. A yeah, I was just. I was just gonna say, man, that I don't care for Boruto at all. But that had a pretty good OP. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Boruto exists. Right. Just, just, right? like, just like every fucking three days, I just remember, I just remember, oh right, Boruto's a thing, and then I just forget it immediately. But uh, other than that, so next week I should be able to talk about Death Parade a little bit. Uh, Berserk, it's getting a, li- it's getting better. Like the second episode they put out, that was uh, that was eighty percent two dimensional, like all animated and it was it didn't really cut corners on the story because it uh that it was telling and i was happy with that there was a scene in it that was fucking garbage uh that was 3d but it's i it feels like they're trying a little more <laughs> and i can understand when people say don't support it because if you support it they'll think it's okay and keep doing it but also, if you don't watch it, what are the odds that they're going to say, oh, well, I guess we shouldn't make another season. We'll just cancel it, you know? So I'm really stuck in a between a rock and a hard place on whether or not I can like even tell a friend who like enjoys Berserk, hey, you should check out this season. It's actually okay. What you need to do is you need to start getting on fucking message boards or some place that has like a lot of people and say, yo, fucking stop making 3D bullshit. And just scream. Uh, 3D is not terrible, though. Like it, it, like <sighs> it, it takes getting used to, but like, so does Jojo. You know what I'm saying? I got used to Jojo though. 3d. I despise with like a very like burning passion. There, there are some things that can do it. Well, some things that can do it bad. Um, anyway, uh, I think that's about all I have to talk about. All right, then birdie, what you got? Uh, again, not much. Uh, I watched a couple more episodes of uh, Akashic Records of a Bastard Magical Instructor. Uh, it's okay so far. I, I was right that the first episode is was going to be the weakest because the nature of the... They want it to be a surprise that the guy who hates magic and appears to suck at it is actually good at other kinds of magic and not a <laughs> non-traditional thing, but it's because of that, the first, because everyone sees that twist coming, the first episode is kind of a slog. Did you mean the first episode of like 80% of anything that involves like magic? Yeah, no, again, there, there is an argument to be made that this is just stuck in the genre. The only elements that kind of stick out from it are uh, this kind of reminds me of a certain magical index, but it's not quite the same. Where uh, the main character's special ability is that he created a magic that allows him to create a zone around him where people can't activate new magic. Okay. So, so he's that. So he's that guy from fucking Bungo Stray Dogs. <laughs> I never, I never watched that, so I don't know, but. But he, but he was basically he became known as a magic assassin because most ma- most mages in this world are not adept at anything but magic. So when he just deactivates their ability to do anything, he just starts killing them. <laughs> oh. So he's like an actual assassin, like a straight up murderer. 
Like he was a member of the, before he became a teacher, he was a member of the Royal Knights, and he was on occasion often sent in to kill bad wizards. Okay, in large numbers. Like, and he and even now, even though he's a teacher and he doesn't like fighting, he's not opposed to killing. Like they show that in the third episode where he's fighting a guy who does the whole flying swords thing, and he just charges in, gets stuck with a sword long enough to make the guy lose control of it, and then just pull it out and stab him with it. Okay, then. Yeah. And, like, it's it's nothing special. I mean, I'm enjoying it enough. I think I kind of enjoy the manga more just because it has a more acerbic sense of humor than the anime. They kind of... I think I, there's always a lot of these now where the light novel adaptations or manga adaptations of light novel adaptations, they kind of tone down the messier elements. Yeah. Like there was a series from a couple seasons ago where the main character was basically if Tyrion Lannister had even fewer moral quandaries <laughs> and like his, his, he kept getting into trouble with his second in command because he kept sleeping with her mother. Wait, is that Alderaman? <laughs> yeah, well, I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah, Alderaman. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still reading that. It's actually it's still it's still all right. Yeah, no, I enjoy that one. It's it, it's, but it's a lot of times when a manga like that with a deliberately designed to be flawed main character is introduced when they try to adapt it they try to curve off the shave off the messy edges so he's just a lot more bland well hell like yeah. there, there are even there are even some things that like just try to animate it up way too much like that was a that was the the problem with like one of the problems with chivalry, chivalry of a failed knight oh yeah no the it's that's actually a pretty good manga but the anime adaptation upped the light novel magical high school anime elements to absurd fan servicey degrees that just irritated the fuck out of me and Cora as we were watching it. Because <laughs> we both liked the manga, but we couldn't get through the series because of shit like that. Yeah, like the manga, it it doesn't it isn't like one of those things where like it looks particularly different or the tone is particularly different from other stuff. It's just the way it tells the story and the way the story progresses. It does things that types of manga like that don't usually do. Um, when you say a character designed to be flawed, how bad are we talking? Um, okay, so, like, he's a mostly morally upright person, but I guess if you go in, like, terms of, I guess, okay, so in this world, if he wasn't working for the Emperor, he would probably be a villain, just because he does not give a shit if his own kingdom survives or not. Yeah, he hates most of the ruling class. Uh, he's incredibly lazy, and he's also like an incredible womanizer. But he is also like a strategic genius. Okay, it's not something that's just like so off-putting where it's like. Oh no! It's 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 like where stu- it's like this character's flawed. No, it's like oh, actual. It's like actual personality flaws that people okay. acknowledge. No, okay. it's not. It's not. I'm. I mean, he is troubled, but it's not the brooding badass. Yeah, like it's, it's not. The, yeah, it's, it's not. It's oh, not I'm so perfect. It's, it's not like oh, it's, I'm so perfect, but I have light stubble, so that obviously means I'm angered and fucking. Bleh. It's not Kisniver flawed. Oh, fuck where no. it's like where they literally have well, to. Well, out of, they literally, flawed beyond its characters. No, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about where they literally in the first episode have everyone reveal what their flaws are. Yeah, just well, so you can but, care but about that's. Them. 
but no, so it's it's not like that. No, it's okay. it's well it's the flaws. Thing, I'm not. Kisniver was not written. I'm fairly certain this was actually <laughs> written. It was just fucking improv. <laughs> yeah, they just they just took fucking like uh, they just took some, like DeviantArt OCs then said, "Hey, characters, Adam." Yeah, or like they did that thing where they said their character flaw just as like an improv thing. So they had like, "Okay, I need to establish who my character is to the rest of you, so we can all act off each other appropriately." Yeah, they wanted it to be the next ghost stories, but it just turned out fucking a disaster. I was about to talk about ghost stories. <laughs> Did you mean the king of localization? Oh, fuck yeah. The world's greatest dub. <laughs> it is one of those things. Ghost stories is one of those things where if it weren't for that dub, there would be no reason for that anime to exist. <laughs> no, if it weren't for that dub, nobody would even know what it was. Nope. It would just be but some. It would like just be some fucking weird thing. Way. It's just so middle. Of yeah, the it, it, yeah. It would just be this weird fucking thing where like nobody like knows fucking, about it, but nobody really has an opinion of it either. Like Leviathan. I bet you guys don't know what the fuck that is. No, no, I don't. Yeah, nope. exactly. Okay, it is. It is an anime that a few months ago my friend and I sat down and we were like, let's just click on a random anime on. Uh, online and what we're going to do is watch the first episode and the last episode <laughs> and nothing else so we do that and oh my god literally nothing happens in that show in 20 episodes they don't do like the ne- the last episode seems like it's the second episode and i'm like what the fuck and then I went in and looked at and like watched the rest of it. And I can't believe I did that because like I said, there's no, the show purely exists. Cause someone said, I want to draw cute girls and have them in this town. And there's some magic, I guess. And fucking it's, it's so bad. Nobody knows it exists because it's so middle ground. Like exactly how we're talking. Like, it's not trash, but it's like, this is an anime, I guess. So. Uh, I I can't really think of another example uh, for that. But, yeah. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean, I was just... Stuff like this is kind of hard to talk about because it's like a lot of the stuff that's sort of structural and character based is so endemic to the genre that you just kind of have to talk about what's different about it. So, I mean, and aside from the main character, a lot of the stuff that's different about it, I just don't really care about because the two main female characters are kind of bland. Like, honestly, if this is one of those series where it feels like only the main character is really all that interestingly written at this point. So I'm just... I, I have trouble caring sometimes when it's not him, and unfortunately, because this is one of those school coming-of-age stories, there are times when it is just the students, and I don't give a shit about any of them. So, when, when it's not him fucking with other wizards or the weird blue-haired teenage girl whose only power is I summon a giant sword and kill people with it, I kind of have trouble caring. Are you sure that character shouldn't be in Konosuba? Are you sure this character shouldn't be in Handshakers? <laughs> no, because uh, I mean, she's the, it's the care. I mean, the, the 
Handshakers is just stupid. This this character is an idiot savant because her, her whole thing is she's an incredibly competent wizard, except she gets lost looking at street signs. <laughs> Did you mean fucking what's her face Yui from Kaon? I've never watched Kaon and I have no interest in it. Okay. Well, she is she is exactly what you're saying. It's like. Yeah, no, the idiot savant's kind of a popular trope in anime also, but just not... It's less common in this genre, usually, because usually uh, in this genre, you just have a dumb, strong character, not someone who's really good at one thing, but terrible at everything else. (laughs) Yeah. Again, it sounded like the fucking explosion magic lady from Konosuba. Yeah, she's not that dumb, and and she's aware (laughs) of... She's aware of her own limitations. Which one? It's just... Like, you just said she. The blue-haired, the blue haired, the one from the series I'm talking about. Okay. Like, because, like, in, the, in Konosuba, uh, Mr. Miss Explosion Magic is like, all I can do is explosion magic because explosion magic is the only magic that any maid should ever know. And so you're 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 doubly annoyed at her because she's not even aware of how stupid she is. <laughs> I had to get back to watching that. Yeah. Okay, but uh, other than that, I've mostly just been rewatching Roroni Kenshin and Yu Yu Hakusho. So, I mean, you guys have mentioned Yu Yu Hakusho a couple of times. I'm just going back on it. Uh, crap. What's up? Can you guys you still hear okay? me? Because my voice seems disconnected. Yeah, I can yeah, hear you. we good. Okay, so the thing freaked me out because it went so quiet for two, a second. Uh, um, yeah, the only weird thing I've noticed about uh, you, Hakusho, uh, just started to bug me now is: Have you ever guys ever noticed where you have a character who is comic relief, but you are also supposed to care about the comic relief? And because of that, you can't just keep shitting on him regardless of what happens. Uh, that's like every comic relief character in Persona, so yeah. Yeah, so like Kuwabara is comic relief, yes. but you are supposed to care about him. So what bothers me is that in a lot of his big fights, the writer seems to keep finding a way to rob him of the glory of winning. <laughs> Uh, like like Joey and Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, well, because like uh, in in the first two seasons, like he the only times he won around in the dark tournament was either comedic power of love fight that he needed to win, or else they were screwed. Or in the dark tournaments in the semifinals, they just kept tossing him in a negative zone to somewhere else. And in the fourth in the, in the finals, he beat the Elder Taguro brother, but then they said, "Ha ha! I just let you win." Yeah, like, and. And that last one really didn't matter because the guy only came back to die 10 minutes later. <laughs> so bringing him back was kind of pointless except to just say, fuck you, Kuwabara. <laughs> yeah, the comic relief characters are a pair... Like, it's a weird trope where, like, no one can be as strong as the main character. The main character should be the only one who can get past this hurdle. Well, I mean, in his in the case of... It's not like, it, it's not like the other members of of use case little group are not also strong. It's just the only one who ever gets utterly shit on in his fights is Kuwabara. Yeah. I, 
I don't know I, I how to define that. I didn't pick up on. I didn't pick up on it the first time I was watching it when I was much younger, but now that I was like, you know, I, I like Kuwabara a lot better than some comic yeah. relief characters. Well, I, it's just, I mean, I, I like did, him better than Hiei. I never picked it up till you mentioned it because I watched it when I was, I don't know, like 12. Yeah, sure. and, I, and I read the series once, like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, but like it's... <laughs> I would, I would actually much say say you would be better to watch it than read it because that manga cut. Oh no! Yeah, he, he can't. Has quality. <laughs> he can't really draw. No. no. But yeah, so I mean, and I still enjoy Yu Hakusho because, um, for one thing, while it has awesome fights, it it doesn't do the DBZ like the thing I hate about DBZ in comparison, even to the original Dragon Ball, is that the fights get repetitive. And yeah. I, I don't think the fights get as repetitive in Yu Hakusho as they do in well, DPC. Well, no, that's why the Kamehameha is such a big deal everywhere, because we know that's just the one thing he's got to do to win the fight, you know? I'm going to do a like, cow can and then Kamehameha them in the butthole. Yeah, it's like all he's got to do is just go a Super Saiyan level higher. I'm going to go a Super Saiyan, yeah, Super Saiyan. Yeah, yeah, Super Saiyans kind of become a pointless joke at this point. Oh, they, they, Super, so much, Super Saiyans become power levels. They've yeah, it's become so much of a joke that all that in Super they were like, you know, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan is just too long to say in the middle of a fight, so let's just call it Super Saiyan Blue. <laughs> but they just kept kept flubbing it, so like let's just call it Super Saiyan Blue, and then another Super Saiyan level reveals itself called Super Saiyan Rose or Super Saiyan Pink. It's different in different yeah. translations. Too much pink energy is dangerous. But like, but like, fucking... This sounds like a Kaioken. team four-star joke. It, I know, right? It's it's the fucking Kaioken. It, that's all it looks like. <laughs> it just looks like he's Kaiokening. No, the, Kai, the Kaioken is a couple shades darker on the on like the fucking palette spectrum of that shade. Yeah, no, so, no. But... You're talking about from Super Saiyan God. This is literally <laughs> like they at this point they now have three red power levels. They're just gonna like circle back over to yellow on the next one, I think, or they're just gonna go full on Super Saiyan four like weird monkey man. He's gonna go fucking Super Saiyan pink, then do the Kyle Kenny's like, oh my god, he's gone Super Saiyan tomato. No, you uh, you don't understand. He did that <laughs> in the tournament. He went Super Saiyan blue. And then when I'm going to do something really dangerous, I'm going to Kaioken during my Super Saiyan Blue. Wait, in, wait, he, <laughs> he did that did in a it. tournament? Yes. There was a tournament arc. It was a, it's an overworldly tournament. Okay, that, that, makes, well, a bit, that makes a bit yeah, more yeah, sense. Yeah, if, it was, if it was like the fucking boot, if it was the fucking like Budokai Tenkaichi tournament, no, I'd be like, oh, that's a it, bit much. He did it to fight someone who can fucking like stop time or something. So he's fighting Dio. It, it was an assassin that can like stop time, but yeah. Yeah, but my my main my main point with that was that Yu Hakusho tended to stay away from the tropes about that I hated about DBZ. The fights were often a lot messier, which I appreciated as a young messed up team, and uh, the characters felt more distinct in their powers. They didn't just do the the just do the I power up and I hit you with more power thing. More like a JoJo uh, fight. Yeah, and uh, I just, me personally, my favorite part was always Karama's demonic plants because I just <laughs> like the, he just pulls a seed out of his out of his pocket and then it turns into a man eating plant. I was like, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I enjoy weird powers where it's not just people, I'm really strong, so I'm going to hit you. You know? Yeah. Like, that's... It's like, oh, I'm going like, Yeah, or like when the one time, like, like the one time that would be the most generic of that when Yusuke just uses the I power up enough that I'm channeling power through my entire body. It's at least made interesting from the fact that he's holding a tornado in his hand and then deflecting it. <laughs> yeah. Like, one of the things, uh, what was it, fucking, uh, like, Inuyasha I have a problem with. Just oh, one. really? No, I'm just talking about in this specific regard of the battles getting boring, because it's just, I can't beat you. Suddenly I can beat you. you yeah, know? well, I mean, there was, I mean, there was no end to that, like, for that that I like Rumiko Takahashi when she does comedy, but she's not a particularly good dramatist because she has this problem of introducing overpowered elements that she then has to completely nerf over and over again to yeah. keep it from just being boring. Yeah, did you did you mean like fucking? I mean, Moroku's the most obvious example, but yeah, there are yeah. others. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like I was about to say. Did you mean literally Superman, where he could do anything when he was originally created? And they're like, actually, we got to give him rules because he has to be able to fight somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, she's gonna be a great yeah, new no, character. Just... Oh no, wait, she's the best spider person ever. Let's just pull it back a bit. OC, do not steal. Fuck you, Silk. Moving on. <laughs> but yeah. Um... I like characterization in Yu Hakusho a lot better than most shonen. Um, Yusuke grows as a character a lot more than most shonen leads. <laughs> like I, Naruto, I know grows as a character, but it's mostly it's it's mostly it's mostly in terms of maturing, but he doesn't ultimately change all that much. Yusuke is not the same person at the beginning of, from the first episode to the end. He is definitely not the same person. Whereas Naruto is mostly the same person, just more mature and more respected by the yeah. end. Yeah. yeah, more mature, and he and actually has friends, which yeah. he was despised originally. He ends up becoming Hokage, even. Yeah, uh, which all the, I, I pointed this out when I talked about the end of the Naruto manga with Dead Man, that the structure of, of Naruto's story is kind of like a Bethesda game story where it starts off with the main story, but then you go off and do all the side shit. And then you get back to it at the main story at the end, because you forgot you were supposed to finish this. Well, that, that's why, that's why I think the best way to watch it is you watch up until the, you know, the very end of the original, I say very end. It was like three seasons of filler of the, the class anime. hamster arc. Um, and, you watch up to the filler, so like right when Sasuke leaves, and then you just play this. Then you just play the video games because the video games cut out every bit of filler in its only story, and <laughs> it's the best way to experience that. So okay, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't really care about Naruto all that much. No, I yeah, understand. Naruto stopped yeah. mattering fucking years ago. I'm I'm just yeah, kind well, of well, co- clearly not because clearly the not just because I care the about air, and there's already a sequel to the original, and. This, both in terms of the manga and the anime. <laughs> Dude, the things can continue and not matter. I'm, yeah, I, no, I yeah. know, but it matters to other people. Yeah, I, I'm just saying it matters to me a lot because it was like, like, Naruto was the first thing I watched when I entered this whole, like, 
realm of anime, whatever the fuck. We need this topsy turvy world of anime. Uh, but like, it, it holds like a special place in my heart, and I actually, and yeah, no, I, I, even, I even went back and legitimately watched like the entire series last year, uh, aside from Shippuden, because I already have been keeping up with Shippuden. Um, but I, I legitimately think it's good and well done at most parts. No, I. Thing. I don't. I don't think Naruto is bad. I just think, for me personally, it's so dead in the middle, competent but not really all that interesting that I just don't care. Yeah, no, that's completely your opinion. I was just saying uh, it doesn't make sense to say that it doesn't matter what Dead Man said. I'd, I'd yeah, go, okay, fair. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but I think, but I think at the very, it still matters to people. But I think the era when. It was one of the three anime that everyone talked about is behind us. I think it's fair to say that. Both because what because One Piece people have just accepted that it's just gonna keep going. Like it will probably never end. Bleach yeah, one, one piece will one piece will like, off the stage. One piece will outlast Ichiro Oda. Um I was going to say that age where everyone talks about it is gone, but it will still always be known as those three will still always be known as the big three. Even if Bleach is the weakest and it's not very interesting, it's still always going to be the big three because that was when anime came back. Uh, I would I would argue anime came back before that. It just reached its peak when those three were no, getting I, big. No, I'm talking about came back to the West. Those big three that's are... What yeah, made the, that's those, what those made big, the West accept it more. Bleach, uh, Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece are the doom of anime. They're not the first. They're the one people credit with being the thing that brought it back. Yeah, like, okay, like some, somewhere, somewhere out there, like so, there, there are fucking there's some fucking some series that technically was like the start of anime coming back in the West, and it was, and that's the Wolfenstein. But, but the yeah, I I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying like it's always going to have those names attached to it, so it's always going to matter in some form or another. It just isn't necessarily important to what people talk about today yeah and every time they talk about some of the fuckers gonna be like hey do you watch naruto and if i if someone comes up to me and says that i'll say yeah i did before and that's it that would yeah. be the end of the conversation but i no, would it, never it, say it's not, it's not the fact that, that anime it's not the fact that it discusses it's the fact that it is naruto yeah every time they fucking say that just yeah yeah, it's like oh, That's, ultimate weeb, ultimate weeb. <laughs> it's like I, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to spontaneously generate a body pillow, but still, <laughs> all you have to do is say, uh, "It's actually Naruto." But yeah, like you just don't make a big d deal. D about no, it. Uh, no, people will not talk to you if you go actually. Um, actually, <laughs> or or don't even say. It. Just say, "Yeah, I watch Naruto." Yeah, I, I mean, but I, for me, that would be a lie. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, I used, yeah, I used it's to watch like, Naruto back in the day. Yeah, it's just, like, I, just I'm not aware of it exists. Instead of a correction, just make it a subtle correction where you're answering yeah. their question with the correct name. And so, believe me, I understand that sense. Like, I, I have friends who are giant Attack on Titan fans who don't get that I'm not as big a fan as they are. But oh no, I, dude, I live in the mother's basement community. Fucking Sword Art Online people, like, come at me. Like, <laughs> fucking, I get attacked personally on a daily basis because I don't, <laughs> because of this shit. Yeah. Well, to be fair, people who like SAO 
don't have much taste, so. <laughs> That's why I get attacked personally, because even if I don't say anything, because I'm, like, good friends with Jeff, it's like, you're, you fucking, you don't know anime, just garbage coming out of their mouth at me. Yeah, you know? fuck you, Avatar is an anime. It... <clears throat> but I think we've complete, once again, completely forgot what I was talking about, so. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Gonna... You were talking about Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. and how it, no, it's like, it, it I, does my favorite arc is my favorite arc is the Sensui arc. Gets the gets the darkest, has the best pacing. The image, the Stephen King style image of a psychic taking control of a truck to literally shoot it at Yusuke in the forest as he's also aiming a gun at him that he can psychically control the bullets. Good shit. And while it did kind of jump the shark into DBZ territory when he went full demon at the end of that arc and the last arc it's, after that's kind of pointless. It still but, did stuff with that, though. Yeah, it did. It's And it's better handled character-wise than anything in DBZ. Um, yeah, in turn, Roni Kenshin... Like in terms of anime that I grew up with and that I have to sometimes defend because looking back on it, there's a lot of shit that annoys it about me, annoys me about it. Veronica Kenshin's probably one of the biggest because there's stuff I really like, but a lot of the stuff that big fans of the show like, I'm like, okay, that's just dumb. Like, um, it might have one of the most irritating damsel in distress main female characters ever. Because I haven't seen Rony Kenshin. Okay, nor have I. Dead man of you. Okay, so like the premise of Rony Kenshin is uh, Kenshin Himura was a notorious assassin during the period where um, the era of the Shogun ended, and he fought to kill members of the shogunate basically so when the rebellion ended he just kind of disappeared uh he shows up again 10 years later and people still whisper his 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 uh assassin name but he no longer kills because and this is one of the things that annoys me about the anime they never go into why he doesn't kill anymore namely that in a blood rage he stabbed his own wife through the gut so he's kratos I was about to say Kratos. Yeah, but it, or as Kratos, uh, as Kratos took that as a I'm going to be mean and kill other people. Well, he he, he just, took it as I'm going to take revenge on the person that made me do this, which was yeah. He took it as everything just, dies. That was just for him. So Kenshin just said, "No, I'm not going to kill anymore." Which yeah, is a problem because I don't want to kill my other wife that I totally have. Yeah, Toad. Well, She's actually, in Canada. Like the, the the first character he meets when he gets to Tokyo is by the end of the story, his wife and mother of his child. So, uh. <laughs> unfortunately, that character is Kaoru, who is a shrieking, whiny harpy. The sort of your traditional uh, loud, violent, but still supposed to be pretty female protagonist type character. The ones that were everywhere in the 90s and are still prominent now, but less prominent just because everyone's fallen in love with the Sundari characters. Man, fuck Sundari. Anyway, how come anyone named Koaru is fucking garbage? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, the most of the story is just um, people who want to kill him because of who he is and him having to try to fight them off. Because he has a sword... It's a it's a weird sword. It's like it was specifically built for him, where the blade is reversed. 
This because is Japanese have weird swords. Yeah, well, I mean, it's weird. Only weird in the sense that the blade was built backwards, so that the slashing edge is dull. So he just basically hits people. He can cut them, but it's kind of awkward because it's like swinging a scythe. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like uh, the keyblade. <laughs> hit him with the end the you wouldn't think you'd hit him with. What end? I, I'm sorry. When you look at the keyblade, what end are you supposed to hit them with? You're, yes. Hit, you're, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. You hit and them with the end you it, wouldn't think to hit them with. So whatever went, so whatever end you don't think to hit them with, that's the end you hit them with. Yeah, and it's a it's a shonen action series in a lot of ways. Uh, so it's got its ridiculous fights, its weird enemies with crazy gimmicks. But for the most part, it plays it a little bit more straight than most shonen anime does. It's just, and also, in fact, when it gets to shonen anime, is when it tends to annoy me. Like, the big, big bad boss of the series has what might be the dumbest power ever. 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 Because his... his, Okay, so he has three attacks. One, uh, (laughs) he lights his sword on fire because he's caked it in so much blood and fat that he can actually light it on fire himself. And that's not the dumbest one, believe me. That's not the dumbest one. That's just a funny reason. Yeah, like, yeah. like if, if it was like, oh yeah, I have some fucking like demon in her and I coated it in gasoline or whatever, that's fine. But like, no, it has a lot, it has a lot of body fat on it, so you know, just pff, there we go. <laughs> yeah, no, the dumb one is he wears gloves filled with gunpowder that he then <laughs> runs his sword along and blows people and like holds people with the glove and then lights the glove and, ex- and explodes in their face. It explodes his own hand. It doesn't hurt his hand for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, that, that makes sense. How did he figure out he can do that? Again, again, so much cake and body fat is, is, is like caked onto his hands. Well, no. The whole point of him, this character, is that he got burned alive and survived, so he has no sweat glands left, so he looks like jerky all the time. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Not being able to sweat makes you explosion-proof. <laughs> What's his third power? Come on, I need more. Um, Does he shit nukes? He, he creates a fire if, if he if he runs if he lights the, the sword fast enough he creates a fire tornado. Well, that that uh, okay. The, the, okay, okay like, so the so the first and third ones those are not the dumbest. Like the reasons are dumb, but the actual effects themselves aren't really that dumb. It's that fucking exploding hands one. <laughs> That's yes. kind of the sticking point. Yeah. No. Like I said, and. Believe me, even though it's the big final boss of the of the entire series, it's not my favorite fight. My fr- my favorite fight is at the beginning of that season, who with a fight that ultimately is never resolved, just because it's two guys trying to kill each other, and one of them like he stabs the main character, and then when that doesn't kill him, he he then swings the sword and then kicks him into a wall and then just keeps hitting him or stabbing him in the same wound area so he stops and then when he's t- when he loses his sword in the fight he just hits him in the face with the sword's hilt and then tries to strangle him that sounds like what I would do <laughs> honestly yeah just fucking like fuck yeah, that so technique and shit just fucking get him, get, get him once and then get him again and again and again and again and again prison rules motherfucker yeah well I mean that's the whole point of this character uh, Hajime Saito who is one of my favorite examples of a character who is a good guy who all the main characters don't like because the way he goes about it is 
It's like, yes, evil must die, and I'm going to stab all of it. So it's the Punisher? <laughs> yeah, it's just he's, he, was, he was an assassin for the government before, and now he, he works as a special agent for the police, and the police don't like him just because he seems to disappear and kill people from time he's, to time. Yeah, that's the Punisher. The <laughs> that is basically straight up that the Punisher. The punish- that is the Punisher. Yeah. And everyone, it, like the series is mostly pretty lighthearted, aside from like the fight scene. So whenever this character shows up, everyone's like, "Oh God, I fucking hate that guy!" And, and he's just like, "Eh." It's like, like honestly, oh, it's this like whenever I walk in a room, jeez, this character's so much like me. <laughs> Let me see if I can find a picture of this guy. Does he look it's like just... Cloud Strife? No. Does he look like Frank Castle? Um. Maybe Japanese Frank Castle. <laughs> you guys say, say like, did the person, the person who make this, like, w- were they really into the fucking Punisher? Or like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna write him into this. Just instead of instead of having a vein of guns, he has a cart of swords. Is there an arc where he accidentally turns black for a week? <laughs> no, no. Actually, the funniest thing that happens with him is that because he's such a serious, bloodthirsty murderer, all the characters are genuinely shocked that some woman married him. <laughs> That is exactly like me. <laughs> Who the fuck married this guy? Oh, goody, a DeviantArt link. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, hold on. That's, is, that's Punisher by way of Virgil. Uh, Yeah, but also that looks like what's-his-face from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. The, uh... Oh, yeah, it looks like fucking Mustang. Oh, the, uh, no, okay. not Mustang, but the, yeah, not bit. Mustang, the guy with the explosion. Oh, the oh no, him. Yeah, Scar? I can, yeah, I can kind of see it. No, not, no. no, the guy who, the alchemist who blows people up. Oh, that guy. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can see that. It's, it, he looks like a mix of all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bit. Like fucking Fuhrer, Mustang, King Big Boom Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only the only stupid thing he does in the entire series, as far as I can tell, is that his when he gets a chance to sneak like attack, that? no, that's actually that's how he start. That's he, he does a thrusting move that way, and he stabs people pretty good that way. So I'm not <laughs> yeah, he learned he learned sword combat. He learned sword combat by playing pool. Yeah, it, no, yeah. it's just it's it's almost it's one step removed from like licking the sharp edge of your blade which is like mm-hmm. the most edgy stupid yeah. thing yeah just like yeah do. ah fuck that god i yeah, got my like, dog only, as far as i can tell the only stupid thing he does is that when he gets a chance to to sneak attack an opponent considering I, like maybe this is just me but if i was using a stabbing motion i wouldn't aim for the head no center mass i mean yeah. Unless you want it to stab real good. <laughs> no, no, no. What you do is you go center mass, and then when they're on the ground, you walk up, and while they're all fucking laying down, then you go for the head. Well, I I would stab it with the blade, not sideways like that, but like pointing upward, where you stab center mass and pull it up through the head. That's fair. Well, you, you, you could stab like that, and then twist. Well, he well, it's like most of the time when he's using that attack in that form, he's like charging in. Like if he's yeah. going, it's so like if he can do it at point blank range, he just has to like get down and sort of do like an upwards jumping motion. But we are spending too much time talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> so like my major point was that I liked this when I was growing up, mainly for the violence that was more a little bit more grounded than most anime I was seeing as a fifteen year old watching shonen anime on TV. 
it's so it's the moments where it gets stupid that I hate. So like when I said the final boss's power is I blow up my own hand without hurting my own hand, or because I don't sweat. One of, the, one of the side characters developing a punching technique where he punches twice in a second just by raising his knuckles first. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he can punch I don't, twice. I don't know how I don't know how else to describe it but like if you like make a fist and you like put your knuckles up your the up a little further he like punches knuckles first and then that'll break your fucking hand yeah like I said it's stupid so wait, it's like a so it's like a it's like a Bruce Lee one inch punch but hating on no, the fucking like I'm thinking of it like the sign language for e I don't know I don't sign know language. What that looks like, but it is what God is basically it. It, is what you're de- it is what you're describing, Dead Man, kind of the one inch punch type thing, but it's yeah. designed to destroy like rocks. That's, yeah, that's okay. Exactly yeah, what yeah, then yeah, just like the one inch punch, but like it, but like as you fold the fingers in, it hits, and then they fold in completely and it hits again. Yeah, that's the idea behind it. I don't remember what it's called. It's just it, I find it stupid. But that's because it is again, really stupid. But again, not as stupid as. My hands are grenades. It's called Wolfang <laughs> Fist version 2.0. Dude, dude, you're talking about my hands are grenades. Fucking Ralph and King of Fighters is what I'm thinking of when I think of that power. He just holds grenades and punches you with them. I'm thinking Serious Sam. Just, <laughs> like, But Ralph Aura Aura Auras with fucking grenades in his hands. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. But as bad as all that is, the thing that annoys me most about the anime is that the entire third season went off script. <laughs> Wait, I, had, what? Okay, so Trey, you're familiar with the? Are you familiar with the how the original Full Metal Alchemist anime went off manga? Okay, script? you're talking about that way. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it isn't so, like it isn't like they fucking like animated the thing and then everybody else started voice acting off of script. That's what I I, I literally thought you were talking about Ghost Tour. Like ghost stories yeah, again. Yeah, no, they, they didn't no. ghost story season three of Hironi Kenshin. No, it's just that they apparently but like I don't. I have to go back and look. Now. I don't know if the manga was done at the time they were animating the last season, but they apparently decided that the, the serious story stuff was over by the end of season two. So season three is nothing but slapstick comedy. Bloody <laughs> and it's also the longest season. Which is oh. even more annoying. <laughs> uh, so season three was made two years before the end of the manga. Okay, so that's probably why then. But because like the entire third arc is the uh, Kinchin's brother-in-law comes back as the head of a uh, triad triad group to, to get revenge on him for stabbing his sister. So <laughs> yeah, they didn't do that at all. <laughs> Because right. you know that that would have been, you know, kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's just like, hey, it's fucking swords are stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, I think like it's it, it has fights, but it goes off into like gimmicky, weird fights. Like I think one of the last fights in season three is against a medieval knight. Yeah, they're all like, if you die in the game, you die for real. It, it's a, like the third season just bothers me because it it is one of those situations like the finals, the second half of Full Metal Alchemist, where it started off good and then it went stupid places. 
The old boy does full metal alchemist goes to different places. <laughs> Not the manga. The manga was pretty I know, good. No, the, I, I know. I understand the, that. The I'm anime went, the anime. hey, hey, alchemy is the key to a Time portal. No, no, shut up. Like, no, we're not journey. talking about it. Stop. No, shut up. That didn't happen. Stop. Nazi Germany. No. Anywho. People love that season. Uh, do those people know anything? Probably not. But Trey's running short on time right now. Yeah. yeah so I'm, that's it for me. All right, I got one thing. Uh, I started reading uh, Great Teacher Onizuka. Oh, cool. I love that manga. Yeah, it's a really good manga. Nobody can translate it, though. <laughs> oh, man. I know that feeling. So I... Coming as a shock it... to nobody, mm-hmm. I read manga from Scanlators a lot of the time. Is it a yeah, Dwayne? Yeah, if, if it's good, I'll buy it. I've started buying a bunch of different series, but... More often than not, you buy all of Inuyashiki. <laughs> I'm working on it, <laughs> but I, but like I am, I check out Scanlators first. Unfortunately, the people who decide to scanlate um, Onizuka GTO, uh, they're like retarded. Again, is it a Dewang? I don't think so. Oh, do so, you not? I do not. Oh, Dewang! It's like the the translation of JoJo Part Four. It's the trashiest translation in the world. So, at a certain point, uh, some people some people came across the bright idea to flip everything. <laughs> so after reading, so after reading it like a manga for twenty chapters, all of a sudden it was like, "Hey, so the people translating this uh, thought you were too stupid to understand to read <laughs> to read like right to left." So fuck you, I guess. I've seen that in official manga translations as well. Then, so then I found somebody else who like was translating it properly, and then after a while, nobody was doing that anymore. And, th- and then, so then after a few chapters, I get used to that. It then went back to reading right to left, but instead of actually like repla- instead of actually like you know erasing the text in the bubble and then like putting new text in, what they, they just, just did placed it on top. Yep, in like fucking giant semi-transparent fluorescent boxes. Yeah, I've seen that a lot too. And what's even worse is they have editor's notes in the text. <laughs> so so they'll, so they'll be like writing something out and then there'll be a sentence that doesn't make sense. But instead of, you know, like localizing it and trying to make it make sense or something, they'll just put question mark next to it. Kekaku means plan. <laughs> but no, it's not even that. Like the English doesn't make sense. Oh. Where, where it'll like make, where like will be some fucking thing will make sense and then just in brackets just question mark question mark question mark. I don't fucking know what they're trying to say. Or Wait, it will. What am I? What am I supposed to be a translator or something? Yeah. Or it will. Or like at the end of everything, we'll just have like a fucking sentence that is very poorly spelled that will say something like he might have said something different. I don't fucking know. Uh. And like they don't even fucking like format the boxes properly. Or, or like format the text properly with the boxes because there are multiple times where like they will have a like Onizuka has a lot of background dialogue. Like it will have like you know big speech bubble or whatever, but then they'll also have like tinier speech bubbles of people reacting that you actually kind of need to read. Yeah. And so and so like those will be fairly close together, but they don't actually fit the boxes into the bubble that well. They really like kind of expand over them, 
and they also overlap with the other boxes and the text in those boxes. So it'll get to a point where I am like reading something and I have to stop reading it because halfway through it was cut off by a different text box. All right. Also, it's just really fucking, this is a really fucking stupid thing to get hit up on, but they call him like Onizuka, like with a D in it. Gatsu. Something like that. It's it's just fucking terrible. Whoever that whoever out there that did that fucking translation, you're a fucking idiot. Why don't you do what I have thought of doing for a little while, and that's taking all the bad translations and since we're already translated, just rewrite it myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've thought about that, but that's a lot of work. How many chapters is it? Um, I'm not, let me check. At least 200, if I recall. Okay, then that's, that's like a week of work. So that is kind of a lot. That's like a week of nonstop work, I mean. It ran for 25 volumes. Okay, that is quite, kind of a lot of work. If it's something short, then it's not a lot. Like, uh, my buddy and I are thinking about rewriting the entire, uh, translation for, Monmusu, or the entire scanlation for Monmusu, because they're just bad. So, yeah, and they they fucking. I cannot find like anybody. I cannot find like the actual like first really for realsies sale of the fucking officially translated English version of this fucking manga that isn't like fucking fifty bucks. Unfortunately, I think that's one of those series that's not in wide distribution anymore no it is not i can't remember i can't remember who picked it up tokyo pop it's one of those okay yeah and tokyo pop they still distribute some stuff but they're a lot of their series are harder to find nowadays but like i I want to read more of this because it's good no i understand that believe me but tokyo pop they fucked themselves business wise so dead dead man uh can you remind me what we're talking what Manga you're Great talking teacher about? Onizuka. Okay. Yep. GTO. Great teacher Onizuka. Okay. Um I mean I could totally read it for you and then retranslate everything and send it to you chapter <laughs> by chapter. It it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Alright, if it's fine enough, then that's fine. I'm just okay. Oh god. It's really a shame because like those feature those first chapters, I like really enjoyed them. Or like art wise is not even really anything special. Like it's just kind of like that era of manga art. Um, it writing wise, I don't think it does anything spectacular. It's just just like a like it's good character stuff. Yes, like on- Onizuka is really simple. That's that's what I like. That's the kind of things I like. I love character stories. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. so I was like, the story. You kind of, you kind of need him to be a blunt instrument in this story because all of the character, all of the students in his class are fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So like, for anybody who doesn't know about Onizuka, um, the story is that this uh, fucking street tough, fucking whatever. He's like trying to like fucking pick up girl skirts, ends up like picking one up and is about to fuck her, and then her, and her boyfriend shows up who is just this fucking dumpy old bald asshole who's her teacher, and so he's like, motherfucker, I'm gonna be a teacher and get chicks. And then it turns out he just fucking loves teaching. 
and so he and so he gets a teaching job at at a, at a class that is known for driving their teachers to insanity and suicide. Uh, okay. Yeah, like like the, like the uh, like the class is infamous in this school, and the principal of the school who hates Onizuka. Because on like Onizuka's first day, like for his interview, he sided with some fucking street toughs who were fucking with the school, and then also accidentally crashed into his car while saving a kid from committing suicide. The only thing I know about Onizuka is the OP for the anime. Okay, I haven't watched good it in the anime. Yeah, it is a good. It OP. was fun. It was fun to show it to Caveman because like this is what Caveman would be like as a uh, as a uh, English teacher. <laughs> uh, so well, as soon as so once he gets to the class, um, the t- the students start doing their teacher bullying they'll like get a picture of him and then photoshop him like on some fucking like weird like medieval sex torture thing and then post pictures of it all over the school and onizuka's reaction yeah and then onizuka's reaction is to find the guy who did it and say hey yo could you like fucking photoshop these faces onto these naked people i need it for things yeah like i think the worst of them like there's the one that like just commits flat out criminal acts. Yeah. And and cuz and like the I don't know how far you've read. If you re- have you met the blonde with the the different colored eyes? I read to the point where a where one of the students put a snake on his dick. Yes, that's her. <clears throat> cuz yeah, there is a point where he just fucking walks into the staff room. It's like, "Hey, uh there's a snake on my penis. Help." Yeah. <laughs> plus, plus, it's a normal, it's a normal snake, but she made, she uh, dressed it up to make it look like a cobra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and so, good. and so, I, so, like, all the story arcs are just Onizuka interacting with these different kids. Him, like, him, like, either, like, either, either not being able to understand that they are fucking with him, or reacting in such a way that they kind of endears them to the, that, they, like, he kind of endears himself to these kids, and then eventually, all the kids are like, "Hey, you know what? He's actually a decent teacher." Yeah. And like it's and all these kids like there is this like fucking huge untold backstory at the point where I'm at where a teacher did something to these kids. Yeah. That made Was them hate all teachers, teachers period. In general. Yeah. Was his name Kamoshida? <laughs> We're not talking about Persona 5, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. But um it's actually more as as bad as some of the shit that she that that character does to Onizuka is. It's worse when she gets on Onizuka's side because when uh, I think you've met her, the the one with the short brown hair, who's kind of the one who sort of instigates the rest of the class to mess with him. I think so. Yeah, the one who because and so like when she does stuff that is just like flat out criminal. To get rid of Onizuka, and the blonde turns on her. It gets dark. <laughs> Is the brown hair girl the uh, daughter of the PTA president? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. She is. She is a serial killer waiting to happen. And she's not the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine it's not. Like, because like, she, she's like a like, fairly as early bad introduction. As she is like as bad as she is, and she is bad. She's one of the kids who does the most weird fucked up shit to Onizuka. She's terrified of the blonde. <laughs> and you will see why. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, and uh, so after, after like the first few chapters where you just kind of get introduced to Onizuka and see that he is for realsies invested in being a good teacher. Yep. 
and like that whole like, it was really great. It was a really great uh, move for for the writer to spend the first like few dozen chapters or so just establishing Onizuka as a character and then letting him take a back seat to everything. Yeah, because once he becomes a teacher, we don't really get a like look at his lesson plans or anything or what he does. We just get like aspects of it. So there'll be a point where he's like walking down the hallway where and like trying to have one teacher only see him from the left side because his right side is inside an anatomy doll that he stole from the fucking science office. Yep. Or he'll like walk in dressed like a fucking pine tree, like a fucking like uh, palm tree or something. Yeah. Or uh, he'll make weird, obscure anime references when someone glues his hands into bowling balls and he then dresses up like Doraemon. Yeah, that just fucking happened for some weird reason. <laughs> just like all of a sudden, like like he he's claiming to be Doraemon while he's beating up other street toughs. Yeah, and like when he can't get his hands unglued from the bowling balls, he just smashes the bowling balls on the concrete. <laughs> yeah, he's also like a superhuman. Yeah, and it, it's like it, like okay, so there was a joke in the in um when people talk about the mask. That sort of reminds me of how to describe Onizuka. He has all of the superheroes. He has all the superhero powers of um, slapstick cartoon logic. Yeah, he's ba- yeah, like he like the mask is basically Bugs Bunny made manifest. Yeah, and that's kind of what Onizuka like. Onizuka can get hurt. He can die, but some of the shit he can do that supposedly he is still a normal person. It, no. Yeah, like like one of the first things he does is like fucking like punch through like a public phone like like one of those like big metal ones that are like b- fucking like bolted to the wall he just fucking punch through one of those yeah uh th- like he i think he like chases down a speeding car on foot yeah he falls like four stories from a building landing onto a car with somebody else landing on top of him and both of them are fine yep and he also gets away with shit that like you could they get away they say it's like like the schmaltzy it's like the power of good teaching and helping people mend broken relationships type shit. But like in the first chapter or two, he just breaks into a person's house with a sledgehammer and destroys a wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it helps that that's what that's, it helps just like fucking yeah, busts, not, like, like bust in, but with like never fucking even arrested for that. So. Oh no. He busts in like fucking ripped up jeans with like a fucking off kilter belt and a tank top and a sledgehammer smoking saying, well, what's up with me, teacher? And then when he actually gets the teaching job, he is he's he's like driving down he's driving down the fucking highway like the four hundred one basically in a fucking semi. Gets a call like, "Hey, you dude, you like got the fucking teaching job?" And just fucking whips that shit around and goes into a fucking high speed pursuit in a fucking eighteen wheeler and then just gets away scot free while the, while the guy who was teaching him how to drive an eighteen wheeler gets arrested. Yeah. So it it often operates on. Looney Tunes cartoon logic. Yeah, it is. But, it, but it's it's good character stuff. You like and remember a lot of the students. Like this is kind of the opposite problem of the series I was talking about before. Right, the Akashic Records of the Bastard Instructor. It's a similar setup, but in that case, all of the characters have unique backstories and interesting interrelationships with each other that play out in interesting ways over the course of the series. And yeah, that's just completely absent from the series that isn't GTO. And yeah. GTO is clearly so popular because this guy has gone on to make like five or six spinoffs of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like there's a two hundred, there's a one hundred plus chapter spinoff of what happened during a two week period when he was on the run from the cops. Oh, that's what that fourteen days thing is. Yep. Okay, that is okay. Yeah. Oh, and Onizuka is apparently still going on with Onizuka, with GTO Paradise Lost. Yep, sequel series. Okay. <laughs> So GTO is really good. Uh, anybody, so heard. anybody who translated it, you're a fucking monster. Yeah, I think the. Uh, do you have Crunchyroll, Dead Man? Uh, I my internet is not good enough. Okay, because the the entire series is out on Crunchyroll. So. Okay. <laughs> well, I will check it out in ways that are not Crunchyroll, and that I cannot, and that legally I cannot say what I'll be doing on air. I would check it out, except for the fact that, uh, like, on Crunchyroll, except for the fact that uh, I had to cancel my Crunchyroll subscription because for some reason, uh, they, instead of paying, like, charging me, like, month by month, they were like, hey, I'm, we're going to charge you $99. And I was like, uh, that's not right. Like, bitch, no, I can't afford that. Why do you think I'm paying so month I, to month? So... I'm still a little miffed at them because just out of nowhere, I didn't change anything. They were just like, yeah, fuck it. So be sure to go so. to crunchyroll.com slash mother's basement. <laughs> it's slash basement. Okay, fuck it. No, go to mother's basement. It's, it's, that's the real link. It's not a link. Anyway. That's what I'm re-watching then. On to news. Well, I got two pieces of news here. Uh, so first up, um, it was announced via Twitter. That Ray that Ray Hiroe's uh, manga Black Lagoon will be coming back on May nineteenth. What? It's my birthday. It's my birthday. Black Lagoon is coming back. But like, what? it's my birthday. It's my birthday. Yep. Uh, last time I literally, it's a week before my birthday. Yeah, last time I read it, it was they were in the middle of the Wired Red Wild Card, which was about a lady Chinese rock. Yeah, which I was enjoying because it was a nice uh, pick me up after. Yeah, Roberta's blood trail. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Just I needed I needed people to smile again. Yeah, like okay, so like if we were talking it, it, appropriately, if we're talking about uh, drug highs, uh, Roberta's blood trail is like a terribly long heroin addiction, whereas. Uh, Wired Red Wildcard, he's kind of weaned himself off the heroin and switched back to Coke. <laughs> yeah. And well, like, like, like Coke and weed. Coke. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's perfect. Because most of his stories, they have a moment where it gets dark, but it's mostly just kind of fun. Yeah, so it is it, 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 it is fun. Coke and weed, yeah, it, like, it no. is action fun. It is just like, yeah, we are murdering people, but we're fucking cracking jokes about it and everything's pretty light and like we're gonna fucking ramp a boat off this goddamn other boat and shoot a tor- shoot a torpedo yeah. into a I mean, helicopter. We're, we're, in a, we're in a weird Tarantino esque fancy pirate island where people deliver their bodies to a woman in a chain with a chainsaw and a robo voice to <laughs> clean up. Yeah, meanwhile so Roberta's blood trail was it was that same sign of exaggerated reality. It was just so relentlessly grim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And it was also so long because it was 28 chapters and each chapter was 50 pages. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so the Wild Red Wild Card's coming back. That's probably going to be wrapping up. 
Then we get into a new story yeah. arc that is hopefully not just pain. Yeah, it's a, he, he needs to stick to coke and weed. Not, don't go back to the heroin, dude. We, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's coming back May 19th, and I really can't wait. I really like Black Lagoon. Yep, me too. Uh, speaking of things I like, Production IG. Yeah. Uh, they've announced that they are working on a brand new Ghost in the Shell project. Yep, and they've got a great director for it. Yep, so it is a new project that will be co-directed by... By Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> will be co-directed by Kenji Kamiyama. Ghost is in the shell, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi, Major. Oh, my God. <laughs> so anyway, Bato, how's your sex life? What's a touchy call, ma? <laughs> Bunch of touchy calls playing football. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a way to rework that entire flower shop scene. Gonna, I didn't think. Well, he says he says something about a good dog. So I guess yeah, it's, like, it's like it's like good. It's like hi, doggy. Yeah, he's like hi, hi Tachi. Do- oh, oh, hi, doggy. <laughs> it's like it's like you're, you're my you're my favorite section nine operative. Oh, you are tearing me apart, oh, Maki. <laughs> <laughs> the puppet master's fucking his girlfriend. Oh my god. Anyway, just, I, oh, I didn't think it was going to be that good of a joke. <laughs> so the series is being co-directed by Kenji Kamiyama, uh, Kenji Kamiyama, who worked on Standalone Complex. As well as yeah. Sin- as well as Shinji Aramaki, who worked on Al- Appleseed Alpha. Wait, and who did you say was say was uh, doing this production? Yeah. IG, yeah, production. Yeah, IG, yeah, because IG has made every season of the show, and, and production. IG you, make I'm the fucking best sure. looking shit. For yeah. some reason, I heard you say A One Pictures originally, <laughs> and yeah. I was like, what? Although A One Pictures is not bad, but they're not production. Uh, IG, <laughs> uh, they. I've seen too much Sword Art Online. No, no, that's what I mean. Like a, a one pictures, they can make good stuff, but they make a lot of crap. <laughs> production yeah, IG, however, it. those motherfuckers. Like in production IG's case, even if the series is bad, it will look amazing. Man, I just realized I didn't talk about the Sword Art Online movie. Like I said, I was going to. Who fucking What's cares? Because it just <laughs> flew out of my mind. As it fucking God. should. I'd much rather talk about the uh, Steven Universe dolls I have on my desk. Yeah, so at this point, this is all we know. Just Production IG's doing it. Kenji Kamiyama and Shinji Aramaki are making it. Stay tuned for further updates. The rest of this fucking, you know that, the rest of this press you know release mean, from fucking Production IG is just the history of Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. You know what that means <sighs> to me? that Because, like, um, what Appleseed Alpha did good, did well, was action. And while Kinji Kamiyama is a very good director of the, like the hard sci-fi storytelling and the cerebral shit, he's not necessarily a really great action director. So I'm thinking that this combination means we will get good sci-fi action and the good cerebral storytelling, which is what I think the movie was trying to be, but was shit. Are you, are you talking about the uh, you're talking about the live action movie? Of course. Yes. Okay. Um... That fucking original movie yeah, is a goddamn masterpiece. Covered, you basically covered it in that one sentence. Okay. Yep. That it was shit. And 
that is going to do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. <laughs> we will be back in two weeks' time with an episode of the DeathDoorProds.com anime and manga podcast. In between now and then, they're going to be having our regular run of newspaper reviews, podcasts, all kinds of bullshit, but until then, I'm dead. And I'm Birdie. And I'm Trey and Sleepy. And we will see you guys next time. <laughs>